Cool, cool, cool. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. You good? Yeah, good. feeling good. Thank All you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ready to rock and roll? Let's roll. Cool. <laughs> great morning, great afternoon, great night. Welcome to Moments of Mindset, the podcast. I'm your host, your guide, your moderator, Rodney Williams. And as always, if this is your first time listening, thank you. If you've been here before, hopefully you brought a friend. If not, maybe next time. You know, joining us to have these conversations of clarity as we open up our hearts, minds to all the stuff that's kind of going on. Well, this is a safe, vulnerable space for you to open up and share and make that and take that next step to abundance. So I am joined by an awesome, special guest. My brother, he is going to introduce himself, but you know how we get this started. Let's go! Go! <laughs> Welcome to the show. Introduce yourself, my man. How y'all doing, people? My name is TJ. I am the owner of Ham Barber Studio. Um, been cutting hair for about 15 plus years now. I love what I do, and I'm just trying to expand and make things better for myself as well as the community around me. Man. Yeah, yeah. I dig it, man. Thank you, man. I remember um, meeting you over at Trendsetters. Shout out to Trendsetters. Eric over there, man. Listen, I would assume that there wouldn't be a ham necessarily without going through Trendsetters, yeah? No, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, so speaking of ham, man, I always, I remember when the t-shirts came out. <laughs> and, you know, yes. being from being from the age, going ham is something in itself, right? Yes, so you, you, you twisted it and flipped it to something that is, it reminds me of... Um, Nipsey, every time I see it, that's what yes. I think of that song. That was actually a song that I put in my um, in my yoga events. Awesome. Hustle and Motivate, man. Yes. So just share with me, man. How did, how did you come up with that? It was actually inspired by the song Hustle and Motivate, man. I've always, I never really was a huge fan of Nip, and I can honestly say this until he passed away. And um, the impact that he gave the community and, like, you know, just people that, that listened to his music, it was... Uh, it drove curiosity to me, man. I just wanted to figure out, like, what exactly was it about this person that just they loved so much about him? Yeah. And to be honest with you, he had, like, a Tupac spirit, man. Like, he loved what he did. He loved his community. He loved his people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you dig deeper into Nip, um, it was more than just the music. He wanted to uplift his community, man. He wanted to give people that were around him chances. He wanted to show them that there is ways, yeah. you know, uh, collabing with different people, collab people without a set. If you know what that is, you know, like, it's kind of a big deal, you know? So, yeah. Um, listening to Hustle and Motivate, he has a quote in there, you know, like, what is it? Um, I can lead you to the water. I can lead you to the water, but I can't tell you how to fish. Type mm, thing. Yeah. You know what I'm like, yeah. Basically, I can show you the way, but I can't make you do it. So um, that right there, it was kind of like a trigger for me. Like, bro, like, okay, like, Hustle and Motivate, you know, and, I, and actually we were driving when I told my girlfriend this. I'm like, man, what about ham? And she's like, ham? What's, you know, ham? I'm like, ham, Hustle and Motivate. And she's like, okay. She's like, that sounds cool, that's cool, you know, yeah. like, so we get into the whole process of, like, what it could actually be more than the studio, you know, and um, I told myself, I was like, man, at, at some point, I realized that where I'm at, it wasn't all me, you know what I mean? It was not me at all, like, I had a lot of support, I had a lot of love, I had a lot of people, like, rooting for me, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and kind of motivating me to go further, do your thing, step out of your comfort zone, so, and that's what I did, I did, and, um, you know, hopefully in the near future, we can, we can make some collaborations to, like, start helping the community. Yeah. do bigger things for people and you know like just people around us and just show you know that we are more than just a barbershop you know we are like a freaking we are people about the community for the people you know so absolutely really what it is hell yeah you know you said something man because i was the same way i really didn't listen to nipsey before he passed and then after he passed i started diving in same way you like man what is it and when you mentioned pop one thing whenever i'm doing anything podcast talking with people sharing love I remember an interview that Pac gave when he was talking about, man, 
I'm, I want to be the spark. I can't remember verbatim. He's like, I'm going to be the spark that gets people to, you know, think of being the best version of themselves. Basically yeah. what he was saying, man. And that's, I, I think about that all the time as, as I go through my own process, man. So that's dope that, you know, that, that con in conjunction with our conversation, I never knew that even with like the hustle and the motivate, yeah. that resonated for me. And then I having this conversation that also resonated. You know, oh, yeah. With you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, so tell me, what was it that, um, when did you realize that you wanted to be like a beacon in your community and start something of your own? Well, a beacon in the community was just the fact that how many people had hands and you know how many people supported what I did. Yeah. And they believed in me. You know, they seen the potential when I didn't see it. You know what I'm saying? They, they seen the shine, they seen the illumination that I gave to certain rooms when I came in. I never noticed any of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I never cared or thought of myself as this guy that can just walk into a room and just be like, you know, bringing light to the people. You know what I mean? But apparently like according to some people I am you know what I'm saying so like seeing that and having them just give me that kind of a motivation and kind of a I guess you would say a, what would it be um what's the word why am I catching brain fart right now uh, it's, a simple, it's a simple word uh, motivation no not motivation uh, it's more of a what is it oh yeah validation bam Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, man. Shout, shout, shout out, out to the queen. Shout out to baby. That's, 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 that's Jack over there keeping us right. What would I be without you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, and as far as the barbershop uh, thing goes, um, I think for a long time I knew I've, I've had capability of, of running my own space. Um, the clientele was definitely there. There's nothing yeah. for me to pull people in because once I get them in the chair, it's a wrap. Yeah. I got you. you know yeah. So, uh, um, it was always there. I think it was just more of like taking a, the step as committing, you know, to a, to something that big, yeah. you know. So, seeing a, being a manager for for trendsetters, I seen you know the adversity that he went through, you know, keeping barbers in the chairs, you know, like keeping his overhead as well as his home stable. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, and it was I can see at times it was it was it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. So a big part of me was more of this: did I want to take that on? Did I want to take that on? You know, but at the same time, I wanted to move on to bigger and better things. Yeah. I wanted to keep going further. I didn't want to plank on my career. Yeah. So, um, you know, yeah, I took a step and I just said, you know what? Forget it. I can handle it. You know what I'm saying? If anything is mental, you know what I'm saying? Everything mm -hmm. else can be can be handled in every way. Um, let's just do this, man. Let's yeah. just go. Dude, dive in the waters. You already know how to swim, man. Let's go. Boom. <laughs> and it was just really that easy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah, that's that's pretty much what got me into being what it is. You know, the people, encouragement, and, um, you know, just being able to step out of my comfort zone and dedicating myself to this. Yeah. yeah. Man, I love what you said about just diving in the water. And I talk about it all the time, you know, the creating the, the mindset and the habits and the routines and the massive action plans, the map, but you have to, it starts with a thought, but you have to take action oh, and yeah. just dive in. So tell me, like, along your journey, give me a couple decisions like in the past that you made that made a huge positive impact in your life and in what ways did those decisions make an impact in your life uh, in the past um i would think first most would be leaving battle because the first barbershop i ever worked for was a uh, battle boys barbershop shout out mike aj man thank you for the opportunity there i learned a lot man i learned i learned people skills i learned that you know the shop can be a family environment and by what I mean by family environment not necessarily saying like 
bringing your customers with their family. It's more of like the people that you work with. It's like a brotherhood. You know what I mean? You watch out for each other. You make sure each other eats. You know what I'm saying? You, you work hard and you make sure other people around you are working hard. You know what I mean? And they, that's one thing they did. They made sure that you're, they held you accountable to actually putting in the work. You know what I mean? It wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. You're, you're lined up with 10 barbers that have the same agenda as you, man. They're all sharks in the same water that you're swimming in. So they're, they're going to make sure you have to eat. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. I mean, that's what it was. And like they, they, made sure, they made sure that you didn't drown. You know what I mean? They made sure that you was eating, but it, you know they can only do so much for you. They wanted to make sure that you had it on your own as well. So leaving there and going to Trendsetters, of course, you know, you have that sense of uh, cockiness. You know, you, I mean, I'm cold. I can, you know, I'm good. I'm good. But it's never really a for sure thought. You know, it's just kind of like a, a self-opinionated type of thing. And uh, when I got to Trendsetters and I realized that all the work that I put in for my customers, like all the, all the footwork, all the social media work, it paid off because all but one didn't come. And the reason why he didn't come because he just lived too, too far. far. You know what I'm saying? And I totally understand that. So when I got that taste of, uh, I would call it success, you know what I'm saying? To me, because it was like, okay, like I got something. And then being in Trendsetters, realizing that like not everybody can... I mean, the church center wasn't, wasn't a big barbershop. So there, you know, I'm the new guy. They try, everybody's watching you, seeing what you're doing, yeah. you know, and realizing that, like, you know, they're, 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 they're seeing that you are good. They're seeing that you have the, the working skills. They see that you have the people skills, man, and the respect that you gain. It was just more of like, okay, this is a big step for me. It's a big, it's a big uh, lift yeah. in, my, in my confidence. Absolutely. You know I mean? So, like, I mean, that, that was one of the bigger steps. Uh, the other step was, you know, dedicating myself to fatherhood. You know, um, actually being present. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of there's a lot of families that have the, the father there. You know, they're there, but they're not there. Yeah, man, it could be from like working too much. You know, whatever it may be, like they're not hands on with the kids as much as they should be. You know, and um, growing up, I didn't have uh, my parents there. You know, what I'm saying I grew up around a whole bunch of love. My grandparents raised me, but um, I never really got to know what it's what it what it felt like to have people like on my ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey man, holding holding me accountable at a young age. Like, hey, do your homework. Hey man, did you get this done? Hey man, what about sport? Did you practice? Hey man, did you live? Like none of that. I had to do it all on my own. <clears throat> so um I told myself when I became a father, like, hey man, you know, this is really not about you anymore. You know, this world isn't ain't about you. Like you have this little person to raise the best way you know how to raise them, mm-hmm. you know? And everybody always talks about change. Like, you know, you know, you know, Go vote. You know, we need to change. Go do this. We need to change. But truly, the way I feel, um, our generation or people our age, they're lost. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, a, you know, you can't change, but it's hard for you. You can't, treat old, you can't teach your old dog new tricks, you know? Change starts at home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if we can teach our kids to, to maneuver the way they should instead of the way we want them to, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I think, you know, the future can be bright. But, I mean, that just goes with everybody else, you know? How, yeah. they, how they feel and how they want to move their households. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's those are the two biggest uh, decisions I decided to make in the past. Present, um, hmm, really good one. Um, present was me um, going independent, man. Going independent, actually doing this, yeah. being dedicated because you know it's not easy. It's not. It's not easy, man. It's a lot that goes into it, and coming from like working in a barbershop, it's a, it's a hustle right there. You know what I'm saying? owning your own barbershop that's a business mm-hmm. and I am constantly reminded daily by my better half yeah hey man it's not a hustle anymore it's not a hustle you got to treat it a different way you got to handle your baby a different way you got to dress it a different way you got to have this a certain way man it's not a hustle no more you know what I'm saying like you can't just work you got to do more you know so um, that was another uh, another decision that I make presently um, my last one I would say uh 
digging into myself and uh, taking accountability for some uh, like mental thoughts, you know, my train, my train of thought, you know, my mindset. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Considering uh, therapy, considering life coaches, you know, just trying to get advice and pick off people that I see that are that to me have their things together. You know what I'm saying? My, yeah. Like it's, have a really good mindset and things, and just kind of follow that track so that way. You know, I can, because, you know, something about a clear mind and something about a, being a positive mind, you know, it allows you to be a lot more successful, yes. you know. So, I mean, that's just really what happens at this point for me, as well as the goals yeah. to kind of fix myself in that way. You yeah, know? That's, that's absolutely fantastic because you're rooted in something that I talk about all, all the time. You have to find the importance of your why, right? And like you said, your upbringing of not necessarily having parents being raised by grandparents you made it a choice like yo when you get into fatherhood you're going to do things differently than what you would experience man and that's the only way that going from the hustle mentality to you this is your business owner it's not about the hustle that keeps do you think that keeps you rooted knowing that you have a, an amazing better half and, and the, the kids there to keep you like importance of your wife that's it i think that's the only thing that keeps me rooted, man yeah. to be honest with you bro because like, i've had a lot of different uh things in my life that happened good and bad and none of it's really like kept me grounded none of it's kept me like okay back off you know like slow up you know oh speed up you know yeah. it wasn't until like I found a safe space you know what I'm saying that's my kids that's my wife that's my home and seeing that around me like knowing like man this is what I have to protect yes and I'm gonna do whatever I have to do in order to keep it that way you know what yes. I'm saying and this is part of it you know what I mean this is gonna keep inspiration in my life this is going to be inspiration for my kids this is going to be financial stability this is going to be everything i need for my family to continue to live the way i want them to live and be happy you know what yeah I'm saying? man it's really what it is yeah see i think about this in this conversation we're having was i mean it was meant to happen because just in me learning about you and what has driven you to be here and what's continuing to keep you moving forward that aligns with my vision and values too you know before we started i was talking about repairing the relationship with my older you know my eldest daughter and i've yeah. talked about it on the show before and that's what really rooted me in because i just imagined when she and i weren't talking that was in her formative years like 13 21. oh wow so all the things coming in the womanhood yeah i wasn't there you know i wasn't there for that right and so certain things that she's dealing with i play the game in my head like man if she if I was there, would she even be going through it? That's not really fair to me, but you know, it's something to make me think like, no, you have to make sure that you are a centerpiece to make sure that whatever she's going through, you have the capacity now to help her through that, right? And so, man, I love that. We're talking about that too, like, the same thing, same thing, just, you know, like, you might not be able to give her all the answers, but you have like some of the wisdom in order to help her, you know, like move forward and understand yes. like life. It's a continuous thing you gotta keep going, you know, so. Yeah, there's one thing I always say, man, I, I don't have to know the details that people are going through, like to understand them. And we all just wanna be understood and understand like, yo, we have times when we need to be vulnerable. And oh, it's yeah. not, it doesn't take any effort for me to, or you to love on somebody that's in need of it, you know? And so the question I had is, what, um, what was the tipping point for you to go from the hustle of, being a manager to finally saying, you know what, I need to step up on my own and create this legacy for my family. Was it one thing that was like, hey man, you did something, you know, what was it? That's hard, it can be a lot of things, man. Okay. But I think the main thing for me would, would be the family, you know what I'm saying? It would be the family. I mean, before I open this, you hear about um, 
It's cool. We can edit. I mean, <laughs> okay. Before before I open before I had this man, you know, um, the kids, you know, the kids, they see they see what they see, and they they um, they retain whatever comes to them. Yeah. So when I did open it, you know, you got my little man talking about. Opening my own business, I'm gonna I'm I'm buy your own barbershop. You know yeah, my own business. My daughter's thinking of different hustles now. You know what I'm saying for herself, and it's just like you look at that, and it's kind of like I don't know if it was me or if it's just in them, but I like this shit. You know what I'm saying? I like the fact that they have ambition so early. You know what I'm saying? I like the fact that they have a vision so early. You know what I mean? Because you know, the sooner you start, the further you are. You know what yes. I'm saying? So yeah, it was basically the kids, man. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be a good role model for both of them. And yeah, that's really what it was. Yeah, man, it, it's and that's amazing. Actually, like my daughter and I've been doing, you know, the show for a, a handful of months, and so when I say "Let's go," if I'm even close to saying that, she'll <laughs> hop in unison and say it. And you know, she's like, "Man, I can't wait to do this." This, so it's us exposing them to stuff maybe we weren't exposed to. I wasn't exactly. exposed to entrepreneurship. My father was a salesman. He worked in computer software, so I saw his drive to make sure that all his presentations tight on point right and yeah. he provided but i follow that same kind of mold like i need to go to school so i can get a job so i can provide for my family the quote unquote american dream right? the, and then when you feel that emptiness it's like well damn this is wait a minute yeah and so now in this space where i know you as an entrepreneur and i'm having my own entrepreneurial ventures it's like man why didn't they teach us this just a smidge bro <laughs> Just a when, little. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier when one of my customers, man, I was talking talking to him about how, because um, he asked me, you know, what got me into doing this stuff. And I'm like, bro, like, I knew what I didn't want to do at a young age. I knew that I didn't want to go to college. I knew that I didn't want to be that cookie cutter cat that just follows the rules, man. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to find a different way that'll make me happy. I've had all kinds of jobs. Rodney. I've had, I've, I've worked retail, fast food, uh, oil field, warehouse jobs, security, man, I've had it all. And I've had some really good jobs in the process, but what I realized for myself is uh, working for myself. Yeah. I can't really work on anybody, regardless if they're good or bad. It's just something about the control of my time, how I work, when I work, where I work, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So having that freedom enough for me is is uh, is a token, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, bro, like, you know, this makes you happy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? This, this, and there's something about waking up and doing something that you love doing that just kind of changes the entire game. It doesn't really feel like work at that moment. You know what I mean? It feels like, you know, don't, don't get it twisted. There are days where I look at my schedule, I'm like, shit, shit. <laughs> like, baby, I'm going to be at the shop all day. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be a long, long day. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like, when I'm here and I'm interacting, you know, I'm chopping it up with the customers, you know, because like, I've always seen it as, like, you know, making some money while you're kicking with the homies, you know? But um, while they're here, like, all that, you know, all that leaves. Yeah. It all leaves, and, it, and it, it, my, my mind opens to, like, man, I love what the fuck I do. Yeah, man. I love what I do. Yeah. And I can't express it any other kind of way. I love what the fuck I do. You know what I'm saying? So that's just really what it is. Excuse me, I'm sorry if I can't. No, no, you're good. Listen, <laughs> because, because the beautiful thing about it is, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, this is mine, so what is this? No, hey, listen, yeah. people that need to hear it are going to hear it. And, yeah, you're yeah. good. You're good. Yeah, man. So love what you do. Everybody, love what you do. Yeah, love that too. Yeah, I mean, if you don't find something about it, you love. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's just really what it is. You know, you got to turn that into a positive. You got to look at the glass half full rather than half empty. Absolutely. So you know, it'll make things a lot easier for you. <laughs> Perspective is everything. Right? Everything. 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 And guess what? We've been on the opposite side of the coin where we've felt like we've been programmed that we have to struggle. You got to struggle. You got to struggle. You got to like no. Says who? No. Right? Why? Yeah. 
starts with a thought. If you change your thoughts, if you change your mindset, if you went into this like, man, this is gonna, this, this is gonna be my first shot. It's gonna suck. Probably won't have any customers or clients, but we'll just have to figure out a way to try to keep the. No, it would nah, be yeah. hard as fuck to come in here for work. As fuck, you wouldn't want to come. You wouldn't. You wouldn't want to do. You wouldn't want to promote. You wouldn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yes. You're definitely right, man. Yeah. If you come into work not wanting to be there, it's gonna be everything you hate and more. And plus, you'd be tired. Yeah. So, one thing I would say when I first came in here, the love and the energy of you, and now that I met Jack, I can see why this is such a vibrant place. Oh yeah, man. We're all we're all built with love, dude. And we feel that's one thing. I was talking to her dad earlier about this stuff, man. I've had a whole the way I grew up and the way she grew up is completely different. We grew up on two different sides of the track, man. You know, so like going to an example of giving back to some of the homeless people. We'll see a guy on the corner and pulling up and you know this guy has his hands out ready to receive something and there goes my head like oh man this guy here you know what I mean yeah. like and she's like well, you got you got a dollar you got something I'm looking at him like man he can get it himself you know like, he works he he can work that's wrong with him and she looked at me like wow like no like no like you don't know what he's going through you don't know what they got going on yeah. you know what I'm saying this dollar might be inspiring to him to like hey man like you know there's somebody out there that actually cares yes you know <clears throat> and to that and also like she'll whenever we have like food in the pantry that we haven't touched like canned goods and stuff like that that, that is about to expire we just don't touch it she'll pack it up in bags and goodie bags and run right here off of 59 and mm-hmm. hand them out to the fucking homeless dude that shit right there is inspiring to me you yeah. know what i'm saying because not only does it show that you want to help but it shows the goodness of your heart you know what i mean and that's really what we built this off of it's off of love man you know what i'm saying and, and it's goodness like we want the good vibes we want the great people you know what i'm saying we want everybody to come in and feel like family mm-hmm. and that's really what it is dude you know what I'm saying? Yes. that's that's the energy that we put off and we try to put off consistently Man, you do it. Like, just, um, again, when I first came in, just looking, I mean, you have music. I love music and art, and this is this whole entire place is, is with the <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Jack! Yo! <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. We're going to give you your roses. Right now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, man, this, this shop is a complete reflection off of me. She, um, she picked my brain. When I told her exactly what my idea was, when I decided to actually open something up, she said, well, well how, would you, how would you want it to be? Because I told her I didn't want a barbershop. Right? Mm-hmm. I wanted the typical bar. Well, you know, how was it? How, what, what do you want? Like, I want it to be like a man cave thing. You know what I'm saying? I wanted people to come in and, you know, you see people in a barbershop lined up on a wall and they're anxiously waiting for their cut, not, not communicating with each other. You know, it, it just kind of throws off a vibe. Yeah. And people come in, and that's the purpose of me introducing you to, to Cornelius. Yeah, Cornelius. Yeah, yeah. It, it was... It was Making sure that if y'all ever catch each other in the streets or in here again, it's love. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like y'all, y'all familiar with each other. Yeah. There's no, you know, nothing, you know, out of ordinary. It's nothing, you know, uncomfortable. It's all love. Man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when everybody comes in, whatever, about two, three, four, whatever, everybody's gonna get introduced to, and everybody will interact. I've actually get to introduce a few of my customers to each other, and they've been able to help each other with their services. You know, it's um, and that's the kind of uh, environment that we want to build. You know what I mean? This collaboration, love. Respect, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying that's really what it is. Yeah. So that's that. That's that servant leadership, man. Because I've I have never in my life heard of just that having the barber say, hey, introducing you know client to client, just yeah. so that it feels that family vibe. So just that in itself, man, is is going to take you even further than you probably could even imagine. Just that that because it's people in love, and that's what I share. It's love. It's all love. It's the only thing that's going to shift your mind and shift your heart towards making this place better when you leave it. Yeah, man. Like the first barbershop I worked at, man, it was it was just like that. It's family. Everybody went to each other's birthdays. Everybody, you know, looked out for each other. It was they're like my brothers. You know what I mean? So um, taking that from there and putting it into my own shop, you know, I just want my family to be 
my customers. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I have a lot of customers that I've been cutting since they was like 12 years old. <laughs> now they're off doing their own families and the kids are, are getting their haircuts. I mean, they don't know nobody else or want the haircut from anybody else. And I don't really think it's because I'm that good, but it's because I've, I've given them that, that entitlement of family. You know what I'm saying? Like they know that they got love here. They know they got respect. They know that they need help. They got it, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 this is your family here, bro. You know what I'm saying? We're all a family. And I see that, you know, the more people that show love to each other, the more collaborations work. And the more collaborations work, the more people win. And I'm all about winning, bro. You know what I'm saying? On, that's really what it is. So. It's because you're not good. You're fucking great. That's why. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, yo, that's the savant's mindset. That's not no surface level shit. Thank you. It's not. That takes, that takes a deep understanding of seeing past what you just see in front of you. That's like closing your eyes and not having to use any of your senses. But you can feel and hear oh, yeah. that this is where you're going and you just know that it's going to get there. Oh, yeah, man. You can just count. I mean, we can do the best we can. If it doesn't get there, you know, we tried. If, if it does, well, we shoot for, for higher points. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's really what it is. 100%. 100%, yeah. 100% man. So, yeah, you can just try. That's all yeah. you can do, man. You can just put out the good vibes. I can't stress enough. It's it's all about good energy, man. Yeah. It is. You know, you, you, get, you get from the universe what you put into the universe. Yes. And I believe that 100%. So, yes. Nothing but good vibes and hard work around here, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. What are some What are some plans for the future? I know we talked earlier, and I know I see the mic over there. What was some things? I know you had some ideas. Uh, yeah. I love music, bro. I fucking love music. I used to do music when I was younger. Um, I uh, when I first opened, I had this thing about Freestyle Fridays. I'd make I'd make a customer freestyle with me. You know what yeah. I'm like they kind of feel uncomfortable. Like oh, I don't know. Like, yeah, do it, bro. Just do it. Yeah. Like, after a while, I kind of started uh, coming this coming to this idea where like. Uh, I think in my grand opening, there was this this uh, lady that came in, and she liked doing music. You know what I mean? And we encouraged her to come back and just hop on the mic. You know what I'm saying? Because she, she said she was down. She never, granted, she hasn't came back yet. But um, the mic is for, um, I want to start doing like official Freestyle Fridays. You know, make this whole thing a vibe. Like put some LED lights that are different colors, cut off the, the main lights, you know, yeah. put the mic in the center. And have a local artist just spit some dope shit over a dope ass beat, man. Yeah. Put it out for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if anything, it's gonna help me and them. You know of what I'm course. Like, and it'd be fun to watch. You know, something different that a, you know a barbershop really doesn't really do. So, you know, that's just really an idea. Yeah. Right now that um, I want to collab. Uh, I want to try to get in touch with like some some uh, nonprofits. Okay. To kind of like uh, get together like some toy drives, food drives, you know, stuff like that for the, you know, to help the community grow. Absolutely. You know we want to do that. I want to put some mixtures together, kind of expose, you know, your local artists, local barbers, local photographers, local whatever. You know what I mean? Like yes. Different mixtures for different, you know, things, different people. But uh, they're all ideas right now, of course, you know what I'm saying? But I will be putting my feet forward as much as I can towards them. Absolutely, man. Anything I can do to help, you know, I'm down. And actually, after you saying that last time, I thought about it and... My friend Cameron, who I just, he's, um, I did an episode with him a, a, a few episodes back. He's a poet, he's a dope poet. Dope. And I was like, man, what if I created a podcast that was artist, let's say artist's corner, right? Where you highlight just that, you have a poet, you have a, a, a playwright or somebody like that that can come in and, you know, in this space, give them an opportunity to share their art. They might like to paint, they might be a sculptor, they like, mm -hmm. like to do music, and that way it's a showcase of the local talent and yeah. what's behind the scenes. Obviously we see the music, we see the acting, we see that sort of stuff, but you know, culinary artists, like people love and have a passion for their food, right? Yeah. So barbers, y'all are aesthetically, y'all are artists, right? Because y'all make people that maybe, let's just say somebody never had a haircut before, or they're getting ready for an interview, and you chop them up, 
you put that hot towel on them and line them up, and they're like, yo, they're feeling like a CEO getting ready to go in. You know what I mean? Like that, having that sort of environment, having a conversation with you made me think about just that. You know, creating something, creating a space for artists to be able to shine. You know, that's why I created this platform. That's why I'm here with you right now, and I'm learning so much about you and from you about your your, your mission and your your vibe, man. It's it's dope, man. So I appreciate you always, like, just embracing me. I can't, I can't really put my finger on when you and I like that vibe. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. it doesn't. And that's for me means the most. Where you can't say, "Oh man, I remember back when we just, I was just like a blur, and we just, it was just love off the you know, off the rip." Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir, off man. the rip. Yeah, same thing, same thing, man. Because she asked, like, "How do you know him?" And it's like, man, well, I, I met him like. I, Glitter is when you work, huh? the, work the glitter. You know what I'm saying? We go up there every Wednesday to go do our thing. And I think you were friends with Jelly before you, uh -huh. you made friends with me. Yeah. So, you know, just being, recognizing you and you walked into the shop, I'm like, yo, like, what's up? And it was, it was never no pretentious shit from you. You know what I'm saying? It was more like, what's up, bro? It was all love. So from there, like, we absorb each other's energy, man. And just take it how it comes between us, which is turned into love. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, I mean, I think I think it was it was just a blessing being able to meet you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Really, yeah. being able to be here, you give me the opportunity to talk on your show and just give my story, dude. Like it's it's a big deal for me, bro. And I just want to cool. thank you again, man. Yeah, my my pleasure, my pleasure. <laughs> hey, you know what? I always two things I always love to do. One, I give the people that I bring on opportunity, final words, messages to my listeners, to your clients, customers, future listeners. Final words. Final words. Um. Don't be scared to get out of your comfort zone. Push. You know, um, there's a lot of things in this world that you might feel you want, but you just you feel like you can't touch them. Don't think that way. You know, if you have to drive, it's not how much you want. It's not what you want. It's how much you want. Mm. You know. So I mean, just shoot, shoot your shot, man. The worst thing you can do is fail, and failure is wisdom. You know what I mean? So I mean, just look at it like that. Yeah. You know, shoot your shot. Keep going. I dig it. I dig it. One other thing. You know my catchphrase, you know how I started. Everybody before they leave, they have to give me a let's go. So on the count of three. Okay. Let me get my lungs ready. Uh-huh. Ah, ah. One, <laughs> two, three. Let's go! Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Love you, T. Love you, brother. Man, appreciate you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah.